0: Hey, everyone. It's MJ, the host of ADHD Diversified. And you've probably seen me on the Q&As and stuff, but you probably haven't seen me. Actually, I just haven't posted anything in a while because I have been stuck. Um, I don't know what happened. Like, you know, when you, you get into something and then you really get into it and then you really get into the weeds and then imposter syndrome kind of hits I think that's pretty much what ended up happening to me, is I started getting, at least I thought I was starting getting really good at, you know, some of the editing stuff, and I was like, yay, I'm getting my voice out there, and then I just stopped. And I guess it sort of comes from, like, feeling like I I don't know that I have a right to speak up about anything, or if what I say matters, or if what I say is relevant, or even what I say is valid. Like, there's always kind of that thing in the back of my head where I'm like, no, like I experienced this, like this is, there are difficulties that really left some trauma in me and sort of dictate my actions or things that I say when I move forward with, with things in my life. And that's something that I haven't gotten over and i don't think that that is something that i will get over anytime soon because that's sort of part of the growth journey is the more you know the more you don't know and that can be really tough because you you know you just when you have adhd at least for me like i want to solve everything now i want to do everything now i want to do it all at once and that's not realistic And that's something that I've been continuing to learn as one of the peer mentors of the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Groups. And the purpose of this episode is just to kind of take a bit of a dive into my relationship with ADHD. Um, There's an exercise that we do in the coaching groups called Dear ADHD. And I've written a few of them now. Um, I had first joined the coaching groups last July and now we're in August of 2021, as of this recording anyway. And so I thought I'd share um, the letter that I had written at the beginning of season 25, which started this July. So it's my one year letter since I first wrote to my ADHD and it was a really interesting exercise because it sort of has, as I, as I read through my, my letters, um, I can see some of the growth that's come from learning more about my ADHD and becoming aware of my own tendencies that I probably was, well, okay, I just wasn't facing them. And then looking at some of the letters, I've kind of noticed that I'm getting, angrier is not the right word. That's not the right word. Again, it's sort of that the more you know, the more you don't know, and the more aware of things you become, the more you're like, well, that's that is actually really hard. That is has always been really hard for me. So this letter is, um, I don't know which number letter this is. I, I just have a few of them that I've, I've written throughout the, the coaching groups as one of the peer mentors going through. This is my fourth season, I think, as of this recording. So I'm, I'm going to read that out. And if this is something that you would like to try, if it's an exercise that you want to try, um, in the groups, we have 10 minutes that we get to write it. So this is just a little bit of a glimpse into my relationship with ADHD and could be a good practice for you to see where your relationship is with your ADHD. So if you do want to try this, <laughs> I went on a, on a tangent. Um, if you do want to try this, set yourself a 10-minute timer and just make sure that you're set up before you you start. So open up a Word doc or get a pen and paper. Set your timer for 10 minutes and just start writing. And then at the end of the 10 minutes, just stop. And then save that letter and maybe even like schedule it to be sent to yourself by email and have another time to write another letter. And then you can compare, you know, if you do this periodically, I know that Will Kerb of Hacking Your ADHD, uh, he mentioned he does it a few times to sort of, I guess, keep track of where he is with his relationship with ADHD. And I really like that. Um, So it's been interesting to watch my... I guess, attitude towards ADHD, my own ADHD, and see where I'm at. So without further ado, I'm gonna read the letter that we wrote at the start of season 25, which was written on July 21st of 2021. And it marks a year since my first letter. So here we go. Dear ADHD, It's been one year since I first wrote to you. Technically 364 days, but who's counting? When I first met you, I was surprised, to say the least. There were a lot of fuck yous and fuck you backs, and yeah, I was just surprised. I mean, I was and I wasn't. I knew something was hiding around in the many rooms and floors of my mind, but who would have thought it was you? I had no idea at the time that you were the one running around causing havoc and chaos within me. From my childhood through adolescence, right up until today, and of course for the rest of my life, thanks, you will still probably be the one that sets fires in my brain that I need to put out when I refocus my attention and then finally realize something's burning. Seriously though, stop setting fires you shit starter. All that to say. There was a lot of denial about my own mental health. Or our mental health. I denied it. Little did I know, the things I said echoed in the hallways of my mind where you lived, resonating and causing pain, and you were just trying to run from it. So it's honestly no surprise now, every time something went wrong and you lashed out and left a mess for me to clean up, I did a terrible job of... Cleaning up. Maintenance is hard. (laughs) But you and I, we had to listen to all the voices that the authority figures in our life said to us. We believed them. All the negative things and the bullshit they said, they stuck. They resonated. And some of the things they did say, while usually a cultural norm, it really doesn't mean that it was okay. They echoed. Their words echoed their voices echoed. So in turn, I was only repeating what I knew at the time, to which those folks too, even though the things they said were really hurtful, they were also only repeating what they knew. And now it's like, the more you know, right? But who would've thought we would become such good friends, you and I? Yes, we still fight. You still drive me crazy. And I'm sure the feeling is mutual. But that's all part of this fun, interesting, and maybe slightly dysfunctional relationship we have. But at least now, at least it's a healthier one. I'm sorry that I didn't see you before. And I know that I've apologized for this before, but I still can't shake this feeling that some days, I just wanna tuck you away for a while so that I can just, you know, be normal. Then again, was I ever normal? Were we? ever normal what is normal anyway I'm not gonna go there you also come with friends sometimes you invite them and I'm like why the fuck this ain't a slumber party people but I know it's not always a choice and I know that you get lonely sometimes but really seriously why did you have to pick these friends anxiety OCD tics disordered eating blah 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 seriously Why? I also know, like, we were born together, and some of us also just kind of stumbled into each other. And now we're just a part of each other's lives, and that's something that I need to live with. But look. Look around you. Look how far we've come. Who would have thought that meeting you would turn into this? That meeting you would turn into purpose, to service, to kindness and empathy and an understanding of others that you never thought possible. Who would have thought we would find a community like this? Who would have thought things would change? That they would finally start changing, even after we'd lost hope? Who would have thought? Not me. I think we just sort of accepted for a while that we were stupid. Well, okay, I accepted that I was stupid. I accepted that I was A fluke, a flunk, a mistake. And there was just so much that we had no idea about until so much later, and we're not even that old. But later was probably for the better. Because without all the shit, the fuck-ups, and the truths we didn't actually want to know, and then the dumpster fire that was 2020, well, I really don't think we'd be where we are now. And even though it's really hard sometimes, it's a pretty good place to be. So let's keep going, I guess. And also, fuck you back, because that's tradition. Love, MJ.